0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Beast Mode Podcast. My name is Aaron Bees, super pumped to be here. We're gonna talk about the five reasons people fail in network marketing, direct sales, multi-level marketing, whatever you call it. I kind of feel like they all kind of umbrella under the same term, network marketing. And I definitely wanna give credit where it is due. This was inspired I was inspired by a Facebook Live that Lisa Grossman and Curtis Broom, two of my very special mentors, actually did the other night. So wanted to hop on and really hit you with some tactical mindset tips that you can implement, whether you are a leader, whether you are looking at network marketing or you have had failures in the past. Use this as kind of a barometer to check yourself, check your team, check your organization, and just check your posture overall. So we're going to dive right in. I hope you have something to write on. If not, go ahead and listen, revisit this later, because I'm telling you right now, you're going to get massive value. I was writing notes like a mad person, and it was, it was absolutely amazing. So five reasons people fail in network marketing. Number one, they never fully plug in. Here's what I mean by that. There's probably some kind of systems that you have within your organization. Are they plugged in? Do they know when the team training is? Do they know when the next event is? Do they have their ticket for the next event? Do they know when they're gonna have some one-on-one time with you? As a new team member, they're gonna need that one-on-one time with you. Do they know all of the tools that are at their fingertips, right? Do they have access? Do they know when all of these things are going on? And if you want to take it up a next, like next level, kick it up a notch, you're going to want to have them schedule those things into their calendar. You can set up appointments in their phone. If they have like an actual calendar that they write their schedule in, have them write it in. You've got to get these people plugged in because yeah, it's really cool as a leader when you have people that are coming to you, they want guidance, they want your training, but sometimes people need to hear multiple things or hear the same thing, excuse me, from multiple people, right? So get them plugged into your community. So the number one reason that people fail is because they never fully plugged in. They they bought the kit, they did the thing, they said, yeah, I'm in. And then all of a sudden they kind of ghosted. There was no buy-in from them. Yes, financially they spent the money to get started, but their heart, their soul, their mind was not fully plugged in, it was not engaged, right? So number two is they never fully commit. This comes down, in my opinion, to the leader. What is the vision of the leader? Our job when we bring people in is to show them how their vision fits into the big vision of the organization because we can't achieve our vision, our dreams, our goals as leaders unless we help other people. It's a Zig Ziglar quote. You can have everything in the world that your heart desires. I'm butchering the quote, but you guys get the feel, right? You can have everything that you want on this earth as long as you'll help other people get what they want. That's what this is, right? So people cannot commit to what you are doing, to the vision of the organization, if you're not telling them, right? If you don't teach them how to create a vision for their new business, they're not going to ever fully commit to what we're doing because they're just thinking, well, I'm buying in, but I'm buying in on what my leader wants. I'm buying in and especially if you are just chasing ranks within your company, they're not going to fully commit to what you're doing because it has nothing to do with them and let's just be real. You've got to help your new people create a vision. Now that vision could be, you know, I want to prove to myself that I can do this and get my product for free. I'm going to prove to myself that I can do this and I'm going to make my first $500. Chances are those are the people that stick around the longest anyways, because most people join network marketing because they just need a couple hundred dollars. Those are the most important wins. As Eric Worre talks about, you've got to get these people over, there, over that line And get them to buy off. The only way to fully get people committed into the vision of the organization is to show them and help them create a vision that impacts themselves and or their families. Make sense? And by the way, you've got to experience your vision. I've actually done a podcast on vision. It was one of my first ones. So go back and listen to it after this. Highly suggested. It was like episode two or something. Um, And I think we're on episode 27 or something. I don't know. Anyways, um, you've got to experience your vision with all of your senses. If you want to buy a house, if you want to buy your dream house because of this business, what does that house smell like? What does it look like? What colors are on the walls? What is your furniture like? What does it feel like when you walk through the door? Do you take this deep breath like, oh, I'm home. You've got to experience your vision with all of your senses. What are the emotions that you experience? Do you feel just joy? Do you feel bliss? Do you feel like, oh, this is really exciting? You have to tie as many senses into that vision. This goes for your new people. This goes for you as a leader. This goes for anybody that even if you're not in network marketing, you have no interest in being in network marketing. You still probably have goals. Lord, I hope you do, right? You have a vision of where you want your life to be. And in order for that to happen, you've got to wrap all the senses around it and tie some emotion into it to pull you out on those days that you just don't feel like doing the thing. I don't want to go to work. I don't want to make the calls. I don't want to go to the meeting. I don't want to do all this. I don't want to go to this event, blah, whatever. Those emotions and that vision are what pull you out of that. So if you have people that are failing in your organization, in network marketing, you know, number one is they're probably failing because they never fully plugged in, you know, and I get this picture when I, when I think of plug, plugged in, I know I'm kind of all over the place. Thanks for bearing with me, you guys. But I think of, of when somebody joins our organization, I think of them putting their ear, like I'm I'm kind of leaning over, like go with me on this one, okay? I'm kind of leaning over, like they're putting their ear on the pulse of the organization. I hope this is making sense to you. That's what getting plugged in is. It's getting plugged in with everybody else. It's really getting connected to the heartbeat of the organization, the tools, the systems, the leadership. You know, the knowledge, all of that stuff, you've gotta you've gotta get them connected to the pulse of what we're doing. Chances are people have failed, or maybe you have failed in the past because you didn't fully commit to the vision. You you maybe your leader didn't teach you how to create a vision or what that even means, right? Vision is just another word, in my opinion, for imagination. I remember a time when I was a kid and the Sears catalog would come or I think it was Sears or Toys R Us. Toys R Us was a big one. The Toys R Us catalog would come and I'd be like, oh my God, this is so exciting. And my sister and my brother and I would literally go through this catalog and I just got goosebumps and we would circle and we would keep a list and we would dog ear the pages and we literally would take a list to our parents of all of the things, the page number, the price, all of the details in one place. We literally went through it. So my question for you is, when did we stop looking at our life that way? When did we stop saying, I have this really big vision, I have this really, really exciting thing that I want to encourage, but we put all these other excuses in front of us like, oh, well, I'll do this when my kids graduate from school. When they're out of high school, that's when I'll pursue my dreams. I used to say it too, guys. When did we stop using our imagination when it came to our goals and our dreams and what we really want our life to look like? When did that become okay? We've got to experience all the senses with our vision. And if you're in network marketing, you owe it to these people that that reached out to you and said, hey, Aaron, I trust you. Teach me what I need to know. I want to have success like you do. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. My family's lives depend on this. You owe it to them to teach them how to use this tool. You owe it to them to teach them how to have an imagination when it comes to dreaming and their vision of their life. And visit it often. Okay? Number three, why people fail in network marketing. They spend too much time with the wrong people. And you guys, I think this is the hardest lesson I have ever learned in my life. For real, this took me years years and years and years hearing it over and over again hearing it from different people trying to understand well how do I leave people behind behind in fact the first time I met Lisa Grossman also I did a podcast on that um, that was one of the first things that she said Aaron it's not the money it's not this $50,000 income a month income that you're that you're wanting that's gonna that's You know, that's not the issue. You don't have an obstacle when it comes to that. The obstacle is the fact that you're gonna have to understand that you're gonna have to leave everybody behind, not everybody. You're gonna have to leave some people behind. Not everybody is going to want to ride with you and that's okay, right? So because that, because I felt that way, because I really just genuinely want everybody to win, that also has held me back in previous years because I was spending too much time with the wrong people. There's two types of people outside of the business. One is um, somebody that's very cynical. Okay. A cynical is not somebody that you are absolutely going to shift their mindset when it comes to network marketing. That's cool. Like you, you, you can be cynical. I don't have time for that. I don't have time for that energy. You shouldn't either. These are people that have their mind made up. They don't believe in it. It's a scam. It's a pyramid. It's blah, blah, blah. Cool. Love them from afar. You're not going to, you're not going to change their mind. The other type of person is a skeptic. Now, a skeptic is something that you can work with. A skeptic probably has had some experience with network marketing in the past, or maybe they know somebody. And to me, a skeptic is kind of like an objection in network marketing. It just means that they have more questions. Well, I don't know, does this work? Well, here, let me, can I tag you in a video really quickly? Can I connect you with my leader? What questions do you have? How can I help you? Skeptics are people that have questions. A cynic is somebody that you are going to waste your time with because they are hell-bent on proving you wrong, and that's just not the type of person you want in your organization anyways. Let them watch. Let them have a VIP front row seat. Love on them from afar, but don't waste your time on them, you guys, okay? Don't spend time with those kinds of people. Now, there are two types of people inside of our business that you can fall in this trap with, okay? Okay let's be specific on what I'm talking about. What kind of trap spending time with the wrong people in your organization. And as soon as I say this, you're going to think of people in your, on your team, you're going to think of people immediately. Okay. You have whiners and you have winners. Whiners are the people that are super loud. They're the squeakiest wheel. They're the ones that are like, yeah, I'm gonna do this. I'm doing this there. And it's happening. It's happening. It's happening. And you're like, okay, cool. Don't tell me, show me. Winers are the ones that are always the victims. Winers are the ones that are like, but I show up for everything. Winers are the ones that are going to do the surface work. The ones that are going to tell you all the right things. And then they're going to blame you when it doesn't go their way. When if they just would have done the work, they wouldn't be in the winer category, right? Winers are not workers. Period. Dot. Next. They're just not. Now, the winners, the winners They don't have time to be squeaky. They're too busy winning. Winning could be their first dollar that they made in network marketing. It could be their first customer. It could be the first conversation. It could be the first person that they introduced into the system, your customer acquisition system. Winners are too busy winning to even squeak. Winners are the ones that you're going to want to spend time with. But a lot of times what we do is we spend time with the whiners. We spend time with the people that are the squeakiest wheel because we automatically think, and this was me in the past as well, guys, okay? I'm throwing myself on the sword here. You spend time with the whiners because they're the loudest because we are all—we always hear, well, the people that are raising their hand. Well, guess what, you guys? When you get rid of that squeaky wheel and go, you know what, get, come back with some real results and then we'll talk and then we'll schedule a one-on-one and then we'll do this and then we'll do that. When you give them things, they're either going to do it or not probably not going to do it because they're in the whiner category but here's something magical that happens when you do say i'm gonna need you to go do this let me know when it's done you're gonna it's like your glasses if you wear glasses it's like you have just cleaned your glasses and now what you get to see are the winners that instead of instead of being the one that's like jumping up and down causing a scene like pay attention to me they're the ones that have their little turtle arms up They're, they're, they're like halfway up. They're like, Oh God, this makes me so nervous, but I'm going to raise my hand because I really do want this. My family depends on this. So as soon as you get rid of the whiners, you stop paying attention to these people that are giving you excuses. And by the way, if they haven't made any changes in the last, however long, they're probably not doing the work. Now, let me be clear. This is a lot different than a plateau. A plateau is where you're learning the lessons. Plateaus are where people are showing up, where people are growing, where people are learning the lessons, okay? Whiners are not going to show up. Whiners are going to be the ones that are like, well, you know, I couldn't get on this. Cool. It was recorded. Did you watch it the next day? How about the next day? How about the next day? No, I really didn't. Okay, cool. Thanks for that. Appreciate you. Once you get that watch, let me know and we'll spend some time together. I know what I'm worth, you guys, and you need to as well, okay? so. Pay attention to this stuff because the whiners are going to like demand your time and you've got to be okay with saying, well, go do this. And once that's done, then we'll talk. They've got to earn your time. And most of them are not going to do that. They just want to whine. Okay. Winners and the ones that I get really excited about are the ones that were being overshadowed by the whiners. The ones that a hundred dollars extra would change their family's life the ones that are terrified but they trust you but they're not going to ask for help so you've got to remove the whiners so that you can see the ones that kind of have their hand raised and those are the people you spend time with it's not because they're the opposite of being loud okay it's because like you know when somebody is just feeding you the lip service and you know when somebody genuinely trusts you and is waiting for you to help them change their life. Real talk, okay? Number four is people fail at network marketing because they spend too much time focusing on problems instead of solutions. I've heard this quote, I don't even know who said it, but the size, the strength of the leader comes down to the problems that they solve, right? So, That automatically tells you if you have people that are just like, this is the problem, this is the problem, this is the problem, this is the problem, number one, that's probably not a leader. (laughs) Number two, uh, yeah, don't waste your time, right? There's gonna be people that, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Um, Solutions are what helps you to get back on course. They're also, in my opinion, the biggest lessons that you can learn as a leader, as an entrepreneur. Sometimes people that focus only on the problems, it's because they're just not developed enough. So if that were if that were me and I had somebody in my organization that was just constantly coming to me with the problems, I'm going to turn that around and ask them questions. Well, what do you think the solution could be? What could the solution be? And then I'm going to also suggest some personal development on problem solving, okay? The other thing is to ask yourself when you have these people or you maybe this is you've experienced this when you have these people that are um, focusing on the problems way more than solutions. You really need to ask yourself, does this really have anything to do with what I'm trying to create here? Because it usually has nothing to do with the vision of where you're trying to go. It's some little tiny hang up that if they took two seconds and you could redirect them to somebody that that is an expert in that area or a tool or a video or something like that they can they can find their own answer but they just want you to come and solve their problem or you're looking for other people to solve your problem right so that's number four focus they focus on the problems instead of the solution and last but not least they don't play the entire game this is probably one of my favorite things um in basketball there's two halves right four quarters in any in any kind of sports game, typically. There's four quarters. But you have people that want to have a championship season, but they can't even get through four quarters of a game. There's four quarters. How are you showing up for all four quarters? If you have people that are showing up, you know, for the first quarter, they take the second quarter off, they play the third quarter, then the fourth quarter, they're on the bench. Those are not the people that you want to spend time with, right? You've got to have people that are going in on all four quarters, regardless of whether they are getting results right now or not. There's plateaus, there's lessons, there's all of these things that happen. I'm gonna double down on the people that are showing up for all four quarters, right? Because when that buzzer goes off, there's a lot that can happen. How many of you have seen basketball games where there's there's teams that are down 15, 20 points and all of a sudden they take the game winning shot and they win the game and they come back, right? That's a real thing that happens, you guys. It happens in business. It happens in families. It happens, you know, It especially in network marketing. I see it all the time, you guys. I'm experiencing it right now because I'm like, wow, when are we going to hit that next level? I know it's coming because I am going to show up for all four quarters. You can count on that. I kind of wanted to swear just now. I'm not going to though, right? Because I don't do that. It's a family show. Don't compare your game to other people. The only thing that you can, can compare is how you showed up today versus yesterday. How are you showing up in this quarter? Are you showing up, are you all in? Are you buying off on your vision and knowing that your vision is contributing to the organization's vision? Or are you telling yourself, you know what, you know, Aaron, you just got back from a trip. You got another trip tomorrow. You're kind of tired. You should take the day off. First of all, there are no days off when it comes to you building your dream and making your vision a reality. I don't care how tired I am. I don't care how much I have going on. I it, None of that matters. What matters is that I am making progress towards my vision. And if you have ever quit network marketing, I guarantee you it's because of one of these things. You may have people in your organization right now that you're pouring into. Look at these five things. Are these the people you should be spending time with, probably not, right? Don't compare your game to other people's games. They have different skills, they have different talents, they have different times that they play, they're a different height. they have a, a, a completely different set of things that they are really, really good at. So stop comparing yourself and just know that you need to show up for all four quarters, that the people you're spending time with need to show up for all four quarters. And if they start to ghost you, that's probably not, the, those, those probably are not the all-stars. Focus on the all-stars, okay? There's a fine line between success and failure, friends. It literally can come down to a couple words. So I gave you these five things, right? These are the five reasons that people fail in network marketing. Here's what I want you to do. On number one, where it says never full, they never fully plug in, here's how you can... Take this and go from failure to success. Here you go, ready? Number one, instead of never fully plug in, just do like a line through never. And now you have fully plug in. Number two, same kind of thing, where it says never fully commit, cross out never. Now you're fully committed. Number three, too much time with the wrong people. This one you're gonna kind of tweak a little bit. So cross out two, and then you're gonna cross out wrong, and you're gonna write in there the right people. Much time with the right people. Number four, you're going to cross out on in problems instead of focus on problems instead of solutions. And you're going to focus on solutions. Okay. And number five, they don't play the entire game. Just cross out the word don't. So now you have your success plan for your network marketing business, right? Is that cool or what? This usually comes down to mindset and it definitely has to do with the power of your language, right? Tony Robbins talks about this. There's there's the, uh, I can't think of what it's called. It's a triangle. There's three things that influence what you're doing, focus, um, physiology, and your language. So make sure that you're checking all three of those areas. Even the things that you say that you don't admit that you say to yourself, those things make an impact. So change your state, change your physiology, get up and move your body, get off that couch, really pay attention to mindset. And you guys put your effort where it's deserved, not where it's needed. Right. Just because somebody is new, if they're not going to if they're not going to come your way and attend the trainings, because how many times have you seen a team member where they ask you a question and legit you just did a training the night before, whether it was on a live or a Zoom or a team training, you legit just taught about it the day before. But so many of you spend time answering these questions when you could have just said, hey, did you watch the training I did last night? Well, uh, no. Cool. I talked about that last night. Go watch the training. Let me know when that's done and we'll talk. We'll see if that answers your question, right? Put your effort where it's deserved, not needed. The squeaky wheel doesn't always need to get the oil. Sometimes you just kind of, you've got to give some assignments so that squeaky wheel goes away for a minute so that they can figure out who they are, do a little personal developing, take some action, and then come back to you. And they're not as squeaky because they've got some results, right? Work with the people that need info in the group setting and the new people get a little one-on-one time training. Your leaders get some one-on-one time training, okay? So I don't know, that's, I went off on a tangent. But anyways, I hope this brought you guys some value. Listen, you know, I, I would be crazy if I sat here and told you guys that I never would have thought I would have this success that, you know, almost 12 years later, six companies. And again, I'm not telling you this to impress you. I'm telling you this to impress upon you that I've had my own journey. I've been through the things, I've made the mistakes, I've had the challenges, I've focused on problems. I have gone through periods of time where I didn't play the entire game. I have spent too much time with the wrong people In my organization in the past, for sure, right? I've had moments where I wasn't really fully committed because I was feeling some type of way. I've had moments where I wasn't fully plugged in because I just was talking myself out of it and like all kinds of stuff, right? We all go through these periods. Use this as a gauge, as a compass to check in on yourself. How am I doing with my vision? Well, am I fully plugged in? Am I. You know, am I fully committed? Am I spending the t- spending time with the right people? You should be in your venture's inbox. You should be attending the training. You should get to the event. You should be making sure everybody that you have in your organization is doing the same thing, right? Am I focusing on solutions instead of problems? And last but not least, am I playing the entire game? Am I playing all four quarters? Am I going hard in the paint? At the end of the day, if you can answer this, you're 10 million steps ahead of somebody else that quit. So keep going, right? So this brought you guys some value. Do me a favor, screenshot this, throw it in your stories. Um, I was really excited to do this. It really resonated with me the other night when I watched this live. And I could not wait to get on here and do this with you guys. So hopefully it brings you some value. Please leave me a five-star rating. That would be absolutely amazing. It's the only way that I can serve more people it's word of mouth advertising so leave me that five star rating on iTunes my name is Aaron Bees you can call me hashtag beast mode and I'll see you guys on the next podcast love y'all